0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast, and thank you for being here with me. My name is Eden Hare, and I will be your hostess. In this episode, I want to talk about sex and gender, and what the difference is between them. It's important to start with the clarification of these two terms, as there is so much more behind them than just our genitals. In society, we often use these terms interchangeably— which, as we shall see, is not necessarily correct. And things get even more confusing when we consider gender identity and gender expression in future episodes. So, let's get started. The Merriman-Webster Dictionary has a great explanation around the usage of sex and gender. It says, the words sex and gender have a long and intertwined history. In the 15th century, gender expanded from its use as a term for a grammatical subclass to join sex in referring to either of the two primary biological forms of a species. A meaning has had since the 14th century. Phrases like the male sex and the female gender are both grounded in uses established for more than five centuries. In the 20th century, sex and gender each acquired new uses. Sex developed its sexual intercourse meaning in the early part of the century, which is now its more common meaning. And a few decades later, gender gained a meaning referring to the behavioral, cultural, or psychological traits typically associated with one sex, as in gender roles. Later in the 20th century, gender also came to have application in two closely related compound terms— Gender identity, referring to a person's internal sense of being male-female, or some combination of male-female, or neither male nor female. And gender expression, referring to the physical and behavioral manifestations of one's gender identity. By the end of the century, gender by itself was being used more as a synonym of gender identity. We're going to talk about gender identity and gender expression in a future episode. So it's useful to have some context on the usage of these words as we look more closely at their meanings. Sex is a biological classification based upon the reproductive anatomy that determines whether you're a boy or a girl. Your body's physical traits are defined by our chromosomes using the DNA provided by our parents. It is the sex pair which determines our sexual identity. If you have an XX pair then it's likely your physical characteristics include ovaries, a uterus, and a vagina. These characteristics define you as a female. With an X-Y pair, then your physical characteristics include a penis and testicles, defining you as male. There is another sex type called intersex, which has been prevalent for many years. Well, prevalent may not be a great word, because it occurs between 1 in 2,000 and 1 in 4,500 births, depending upon who is providing the measurement. In 2021, there were over 3.6 million babies born in the United States. That means an estimated 79,000 babies were born with some form of intersex condition. To be intersex means there, there is some atypical or non-standard development of primary and secondary sex characteristics. These can be visible at birth or may not be visible until puberty. Intersex people have often been referred to as hermaphrodites, which has fallen out of favor as it is stigmatizing and degrading when used to describe humans. While we are aware of our sex from the associated phenotype, that's a big word that simply means the set of observable characteristics of an organism. Things obviously start to change as we reach puberty and we start developing our secondary sex characteristics. These include pubic hair, breast development, and voice pitch. In case you've forgotten from health class and high school physical education, secondary sex characteristics are the visible signs of our sex. Primary sex characteristics are those which are not visible to the naked eye. Your primary sex characteristics are determined by your hormones. Testicles produce male hormones, the testosterone. Ovaries produce female hormones, estrogen and progesterone. Both sets of hormones work together for reproduction, but in different ways. With this explanation of the term sex, we can now turn our attention to the question of gender. Well, I thought it might be good to start off with the dictionary definition of gender, just so we can see why it is often used synonymously with the term sex. According to the Merriman-Webster Dictionary, gender is a grammatical category often designated as male, female, or neuter, used in the classification of nouns, pronouns, adjectives, and in some languages, verbs that may be arbitrary or based on characteristics such as sex or animacy, and that determines agreement with or selection of modifiers, reference, or grammatical forms. Secondly, gender is the fact of being classified as belonging to such a category, and is either of the two divisions designated female and male by which most organisms are classified on the basis of their reproductive organs and functions, in other words, sex. The World Health Organization defines gender as the characteristics of women, men, girls, and boys, that are socially constructed. This includes norms, behaviors, and rules associated with being a woman, man, girl, or boy, as well as relationships with each other. As a social construct, gender varies from society to society and can change over time. So right away we can see how they are different. Sex is based upon our physical characteristics, while gender is socially constructed to define our concepts, of masculinity and femininity, and those traits or concepts have changed over time. For example, during ancient times, societies typically viewed males as strong leaders and females as caregivers and nurturers. However, today these roles vary greatly depending upon cultural norms. Many cultures view certain characteristics as masculine or feminine, these qualities include strength, aggression, assertiveness, competitiveness, independence, leadership, risk-taking, dominance, self-reliance, and emotional control. While there are no hard biological rules governing human development, research shows that both boys and girls develop into individuals whose personalities often reflect their sex at birth. I would propose that this is an equal function of how our bodies are hardwired and the cultural environment and experiences that we grow up in. The definitions of masculinity and femininity have also changed over time. As society has progressed from an agrarian to an industrial society, women have become increasingly valued as workers and wives. In response, men began to adopt more feminine behaviors and traits in order to attract women. And just to confuse things further— the perceived deviation of these expected traits have resulted in terms like the effeminate man or the masculine woman which have generally not been used in complimentary manners and often associated with sexual orientation and that is a whole separate discussion i hope it's clear then why there is so much confusion over sex and gender yes there is a relationship One is based upon our physical characteristics, and the other establishes the cultural norms, the characteristics, that those sexes have. The most important factor to remember here is that sex and gender are outward-facing. They describe who we are from an external perspective. We are male because we have sex characteristics associated with the male of our species, and because we are seen to align with the expected characteristics of the gender. In our next episode, we're going to start looking at gender identity and gender expression. Until next time, have an absolutely awesome day.